a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The warriors and braves are in their beds. The sun is going down over the bunks. It's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over the blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. Today was July the 22nd. It was our third day of program, Alphabet Day C. The OD shift goes to the Spartans. Cobble Lounge cleanup was fitness, lacrosse, and volleyball. And today's events, tonight we have a staff meeting. And that means that celebrity ODs happen. What that means is that a bunch of people who don't normally do on-duty shifts do them for just about an hour so that the regular staff can meet with myself and Katie and the rest of the Res Life leadership so we can go over everything that has happened in the first few days. Today there were tryouts for 10 and under basketball, 11 and under basketball, 12 and under archery, 12 and under soccer, and 15 and under baseball. Also, all of the schedule changes that got inked today go into effect tomorrow, which is very exciting. So Sachem, Council, Warriors will all get their new schedules based on their choices. There was a boy who sat down across from Marissa today, and as he was changing his schedule, just looked at her in wonder and said, I have the best schedule. And that's how they all feel about that. Laundry day today was for Katahdin, Sachem, Leadership and Support. And tomorrow will be Zia, Crow, and Chippewa. Tonight, there was bunk night for the Braves. And then Warriors had their prep evening for the trip up to the wonderful Coos Canyon. Which means they reminded the boys how to make a fire safely, how to put up a tent, and how to get ready for their adventure just north of here on the Swift River. Council also had a bunk night tonight, and that included Sachem as well. On deck, we have Kaba MTV Prep. MTV Night, of course, is our famous lip-sync competition where the boys compete as bunks against each other in their age groups for a massive treasure trove of Oreo cookies. A veritable cornucopia of Oreo cookies. The Warriors leave for Coos Canyon tomorrow, off on their great adventure. And Sachem and Council has their trip to Funtown Splashtown, which, of course, is a theme park and an aquatic fun park. And finally, the Braves Warriors and the Council and the Sachem boys all have Watermelon League coming up, which, as you know, is our intramural contest that results in the olden days in the victor of each game receiving one slice of watermelon. And now it means that the victor of the entire league gets an entire watermelon. Not a slice. The whole thing. If the boys were not in one of the many tryouts for our inner camps coming up, then they had the following choices for Kaba Choice. 
The Braves had Spirit Island Swim, Snorkeling with Johnny, Noodle Challenge on the Wall. That's where you have to get through a fun noodle that's attached to the climbing wall. One-on-one basketball tournament, Playscape Trick Contest with guest judges, and the Warriors had Stand-Up Paddle Frisbee, Spirit Island Swim, Soccer Tennis, also the Noodle Challenge Adventure on the climbing wall, and Fishing, as well as Archery and Woodshop. Council and Sachem had Fitness with Sinea and Harry, Spirit Island Swim, Mountain Biking, Kayaking, Open Tennis, and a Pitching and Catching Clinic with Tom. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today, the 22nd of July. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of camp itself, and I spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an inner camp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those times, of course, are my favorite times. Today was a very special day, and one of the reasons why we had all those tryouts during Kava Choice, as opposed to when we normally have them, which is in our open time called Lakeside, is because Lakeside was devoted to something else entirely. When you drive into Camp Kavasi, the first sign you go under says brotherhood. It is our first and possibly our central value. The strong relationships between any two people, counselor and counselor, counselor and camper, camper and other camper. Today was the first day of brothers. We started off with planning early in the spring to have all the new boys have an older brother when they got to camp, someone who could explain everything to them, give them the jargon, give them the keys of the kingdom as it were. And as we got closer and closer to the event, we realized that we wanted everyone to share in the same sort of fraternité, and I mean that in the French sense, not just the new boys. So brothers became an all-camp thing, and today was the first day of it. Everyone was called down to the camp fireball. Everybody hit the brother's sign on the way in, and they sat down. We talked about brotherhood as a concept, and then every single boy was assigned either an older brother or a younger brother. If they were new, of course, they got older brothers. Even if they are in seventh grade, they still got an older brother, probably from Sachem. And as the years went down in age, the chances of someone being a younger brother went up. So all of, so all of our braves were younger brothers, and most of our warriors were also younger brothers. We were careful not to assign anybody who was actually a brother to, obviously, his own brother. And also, we were careful to make sure that anybody who was a younger brother in real life got to be an older brother today, unless they were already someone who was new. So any returners, who also happened to be genetically younger brothers, got to be older brothers today. And the smiles on the Cadens and the Ackermans and the Ruddens and the, all, the, all the boys who over the years have been that guy's little brother. And now they got to be big brothers. It was a simple ceremony, really. We announced all the big brothers and little brothers. Everybody gave each other high fives. There's a lot of shy smiling, a little bit of laughing. And then the boys separated into three groups, led by myself, head counselor Mike Heward, and our operations director, Ryan Fountain. 
And we just made sure that the boys created a secret handshake. So every single brother pair or trio has a special secret handshake they do. Tomorrow morning, that secret handshake will be part of a contest. And the winners will go into breakfast first, which is a pretty good prize. And then they sat down and we prompted them, said, older brothers, explain what silent meals are during color war. Older brothers, explain what a hatchet hunt is. Older brothers, explain what Spirit Island is and why that's where the fire comes from. And so on. And the boys talked with almost no prompting for 45 minutes. Eventually you'll see some pictures of this. It was just marvelous watching these older boys take the younger boys under their wings in the half light of the late afternoon and just get into it and the younger boys listening raptly as they got a download of all the coolest stuff about Kavasi. It was a good moment in general, but also I noticed at Flags there was a lot more interplay amongst the different ages as each boy now had somebody else he just spent 45 minutes with who was now his in a way that he hadn't been before. We will continue, of course, with the Brothers program, but it plays out in small informal ways, as you would expect in a place so focused on the social interaction between boys. You'll see the secret handshake pop up randomly at breakfast, or maybe at lunch, or maybe just on the trail somewhere. There'll be a, oh, that's my little brother, and then the little brother's shy smile as he goes by some older boys. That kind of thing is one of the many things that makes Kavasi different, of course. The last thing I had to tell you about that I just can't help but mention is, is that I was riding my bike back here to the office for the evening shift, as it were, and went through a series of bunk nights. And I think that of all the things that happen here, bunk nights are one of my very favorite because it's just the most pure representation of the bunk unit having a blast together. Whenever we play outside, I think to myself about how when I was little, I played in the streets of Pullman, Washington, which is this really wonderful college town that has almost no crime and kids ride around on their bikes and told to come home when the streets, street lights come on, ride around on their bikes and were told to come home when the street lights come on. And sometimes here I can think, well, you know, that was pretty great too. What's different about the Cavasi experience? What's different about summer camp? This is what's different. We might have been able to come home when the streetlights came on, and maybe we were safe on those streets, and maybe we had some adventures that were a little bit more far-ranging than all of the amazing stuff that happens here, but we didn't have any college kids who were our people for four weeks. I would have killed to have a college kid pay attention to me, like our counselors, pay attention to your boys. Today, I went by the Braves, and I was riding my bike through, and they always say, hey, Josh, hey, Josh. And the bunk night was a relay. So there was a whole bunch of, there's two sets of raves in a line of like six kids. At the other end of maybe a 30-yard sprint area, there was a plastic chair in each of the spots, and on the plastic chair was a water balloon. And the, basically the whole game, which was wildly popular, was that you had to run down and smash the balloon with your bottom, so it'd sit down really hard and it would explode everywhere and everyone would cheer. And you had to run back and tag your buddy. And that just happened on repeat. Just a whole bunch of boys basically splashing and soaking themselves and running back and giggling so hard. And the counselors, all 20-somethings, all still in college, are cheering them on and on and on and on and laughing so hard. 
So maybe we had the wonderful come home when the street lights came on moment. And I think that was pretty special for my own childhood, but we never had this. Nothing at all like this. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.